Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Excel Radio's Ask the Expert. Brought to you by Beck Shot Photography and Video. It's your story. Make it awesome. For more information, go to BeckShot.com. Now, here's your host. Hello, everybody. Senors and senoritas, welcome to the program. It's uh, Ask the Expert with Robert Mason and Randy Beck, and today's guest is Jared Rodenizer. Hello. Hi, Jared. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? We have got a, a, we're loaded for bear with questions for you. Awesome. Jared's here today to talk about digital marketing, the back end, how we make this work once we shoot our social media video or make our posts or we decide we want to run a paid ad to promote our business. Before we start, Robert, what's your week been like? It's been a good week. My birthday was yesterday. I'm negotiating two contracts today. As I Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday from Beckshot. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> yeah. My wife made it special and then the dogs ruined it by being in the bed last night when I went there. So we'll get into that later. Um, and give us a, an encapsulation. Robert Mason's deal is? Robert Mason has been a realtor for 32 years. I'm a real estate broker as well. I've had my own real estate company. I've sold my own real estate company. And, um, you know, this rodeo program with you, Randy, is special because you're a big part of my business already in the videography and, and, and all the stuff that you do for me. So I'm um, super pleased to be doing this with you. This is our maiden voyage. Maiden and voyage on Ask the Expert. That's right. This is episode one. This is episode one. And we have a real expert with us who's going to give us all the insight. And Jared, uh, introduce yourself. Tell people what's your deal. So my name is Jared Brodenizer. I am a digital marketer. I own two companies, CarsonJames.com, LLC, and Horse TV. Essentially, in a nutshell, we train people how to train their horses through online media, books. Uh, we have MP3 players that people can listen to while they're training their horse that tells them step-by-step step what to do. We have video libraries, uh, subscriptions, and all kinds of stuff in the, the horse niche. But I've also done other things. We did real estate marketing, um, a lot of horse stuff, and basically anything that you can – teach someone how to do through video, uh, I can show you how to sell it and sell a lot of it. So that's very interesting. That's what I do. And I, I, I like that, you know, your horse TV and you've got this, this, um, operation that's oriented around horses. And Robert here said he's, he's he called us a rodeo today instead of radio a rodeo. I like that. <laughs> It might be a rodeo. It we'll see how be. it goes. Let's let's before, play on, words right? before it's all said and done, right? Before just to get it out there. That, that's there that's what you call the truth slipping right out. Yeah. You know? All right. So, um, tell us about Horse TV a little bit. So it's essentially Netflix for horse people. It's the same exact platform. We have the web, the apps, you know, Apple, Roku, all that, but it's only horse content. So it's documentaries, movies, TV shows. Uh, we produce our own content. I have my own reality show on there. And then we also license a lot of other content as well. And the methods we're talking about, about selling here that we're talking about through the digital medium is something you use to grow this channel. Yes. More so the Carson James company that has more funnels and more intricate ways of getting customers. Okay. Uh, horse TV is pretty straightforward. Uh, Carson James is much more interesting as it, pertains to getting customers and selling people. So, and so Carson James does what we have an online subscription at buckaroocrew.com and people pay $20 a month and they get access to all of our courses. So we have 12 courses and each course has anywhere between 20 to 40 videos in it. And each course has a specific method of teaching your horse how to do a certain thing, such as groundwork, problem solving, advanced writing, fundamental writing, which is like just the basics of what everyone should know how to do to ride a horse, things like that. Okay. And you're using what kind of techniques to push this out and sell it and get people interested? So there's lead magnets, trip wires, upsells, core offers, um, and profit maximizers. I think we're going to have to define terms here. <laughs> That's a mouthful. Right it can there. go deep. Um, so essentially, go slow. Okay. What, what did they say in that movie uh, about Wall Street? Speak as if you were speaking to a golden retriever or a very young child. Okay. 
So it's how the funnel works is you want to start with content marketing, which is essentially giving away your best stuff for free. And a lot of people get concerned with that because they think, well, if I give away my best stuff for free, then no one's ever going to want to buy anything. But that's it's it actually it and it, it makes sense that people think that. But that's actually the exact opposite. You want to put your best foot forward, and that will cause people to buy things. And they people if they like your free stuff, they're going to like your stuff. They're going to buy stuff from you, and they're going to be happy to pay for it. But the problem that I think a lot of people have is they say, well, I'm going to give away my kind of mediocre stuff because I don't want to give away my best stuff. You want to give away your best stuff and then give them even better stuff, too, <laughs> when they sign up. All of your stuff you produce should be your best stuff. So so nothing we're going to say today should stop anybody from continuing to develop their content and their messaging. And their- No, absolutely right. not. So the way the funnel works is through most of, I would say, 90% of everything that we do is through Facebook ads because that's where our customers are. So you have to identify if you have a younger audience, you know, Instagram and TikTok is going to be where you want to go. But most of our people are 40 and over and those people are mostly on Facebook. So that's where we mostly advertise is on Facebook because that's where our customers are at. So you start off with content marketing. You would put up We'll put up a video or a blog post, or we have a podcast as well. We'll put up a podcast episode and we just blast that we pay to blast that out for free. And we target people who are in the horse niche and get everyone to consume the content. And then what you so an example of that content would be what? So, um, a video on how to train your horse, not to be buddy sour, which means he always wants to be with the other horse instead of paying attention to what you're wanting to do. So you would have this video on that and you would, you're putting that like on Facebook. Yes. So the people can just watch it. There's two ways to do it. You can upload it to your website and send people over to your website, or you can upload it to Facebook and they can watch it on Facebook. The benefit of uploading the video directly to Facebook is that people are automatically pixeled who watch that video. So everybody that watches that video on Facebook, Facebook creates an audience automatically. So even if you don't know what you're doing, you can always go back and create this audience later. They'll create this audience and then you can go and retarget those people with other ads. So the goal is to get people to consume the content and pixel those people, cookie them through the Facebook pixel and then go back later and reach out to them and get them to buy a low ticket offer and see what a lot of people, and that's called a tripwire. A lot of people mess up because they sell their core offer, their core thing directly to Facebook. And that will work if it's a good product and your marketing is good, but you're not, you don't, you're, you're missing out on a lot of revenue by going straight from just your core thing, your most expensive thing. So a tripwire. So after you've content pixeled them through your videos or your podcast or whatever, it doesn't matter. People get caught up on the medium too. It doesn't matter as long as it's good. It can be a podcast, a blog post, a video, uh, anything PDF file, as long as it's good. And then what you want to do is you want to take your core offer. So our core offers are subscription, which is $20 a month and they get all the courses. So what we do is we take a, what I call a splinter of that and we take a piece of it and make that a tripwire. So we'll take one course and sell it for something ridiculous. For instance, we have our entire problem solving course, which I believe is 42 videos right now. We sell that for $4. $4, you get 42, vi- and they're good videos for $4, and that sells like crazy. And then we have an order bump on the page where people can add an, an option to their cart where they can get a copy, a digital copy of, of our book for $10. So 50% of people take that offer for the $10. So that's another $5. So when you take the $4 you made, and then you take the 50% of people who buy the $10 book as a bump, that is an average order value of $9 and it takes about nine, anywhere between five and $10 to acquire a customer through Facebook ads. So essentially you're breaking even on your tripwires, 
but that's fine because a, you've got a lead, you have a new contact on your email list. B, they've bought something. Somebody who's bought something from you, even if it's cheap, just like a dollar or four dollars, is a much better and more qualified lead than someone who just opted in for a free giveaway. If they've spent money with you, if they've opened their wallet to you, it's uh, it's a lot better of a customer. And so then immediately after they buy the tripwire, this $4 course, we have this presentation. It's a video presentation with a one-click upsell, which is a button directly under the video where they don't have to enter their credit card information again. They can just, if they want to add it to their order, they can just click the button and it charges their card and puts them on a subscription. So in this video, we say, hey, the course you just got, congratulations on your order. Thank you for doing that. You're going to love it. By the way, wanted to let you know, that we have these additional 11 courses and you can get access to all of them for just $20 a month. And uh, 30% of people on average take that. So we have broke even on the front end. We haven't spent any money because we made all the money back from the tripwire sale for $4 and the order bump for $5. So we made our money back on our Facebook ad spend and now we're getting members for free. We're paying nothing to get people to subscribe for twenty dollars a month. So the so the order, before we go further, the order is you put up this content. Yeah. The teaser, a good piece. Yes. They're watching that. Yes. Then they're they're hit by an ad yeah. that says you can get another piece for this four dollars. That's the tripwire. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then well, the after, other piece is not necessarily content. It's a it's an actual course, an actual course, an right. Actual course right? So yeah. they get a piece a piece of the course for four dollars. Yeah, let's say. Yeah, and then after they've done that, then they get an offer for the rest. Yeah. Okay. So you can break down whatever product you have, no matter what, even if it's a service industry, you can break it down into different splinters. It's all about taking your thing and breaking it down a little bit more and a little bit more, and you start off and then you just build up. And then once they subscribe to our membership program, we pitch them what we call our profit maximizer. And that is a one-time payment of $97. And that is an MP3 player that they can buy. And they actually wear it while they're training their horse. And it talks to them and tells them what to do step-by-step. And that comes with an 84-page PDF file that gives them written instructions. And they also get videos to show them how to do it. And then these are additional videos to the videos they just got in the course. So it's additional videos that go directly with the MP3 player that show them demonstrations of how to do what the MP3 player is going to be telling them to do while they're training their horse. How did you get started in this? So I started off working for a company and we did, ironically enough, we developed tools for real estate agents to do marketing so I, I was uh, in charge of sales and marketing there at a company, and I invented a product for them called the Facebook Lead Generator, and that was a product that taught real estate agents how to run Facebook ads and get leads through a free home value opt-in form, and that blew up and went crazy out of the water, and the guy I worked for He's still, to this day, probably the smartest guy I know when it comes to sales and marketing, taught me all of this. And so after working for him for two years, I was essentially running his company, and then I wanted to do something on my own. And my brother Carson has always been phenomenal with horses, but he was a nobody. I mean, no one knew who he was. I think he had $40 to his name. And I went up to him and I said, Hey, I have an idea. Can I film some videos of you? And he was like, yeah, I don't care. So we've, we set out and we started and we filmed 10 videos. I believe it was the first, the the first time we ever filmed, we filmed 10 videos and I put those videos on a DVD because this was back when DVDs were still relevant and people were buying them. And to my knowledge, we were the first people that did this. And then I sold the DVD on Facebook for four ninety five. So the offer was it's a free DVD, you just pay four ninety five and that covered the shipping and handling of the DVD. And I believe the first year we did over a million dollars because it was the same and it was the same it was the same concept. We just now since DVDs are not really that relevant, we've moved to selling the digital courses. But even back then we would sell the DVD and then we would do the upsell which was the membership site. And we have just created 
hundreds of thousands of videos since that day. So in today's uh, security breaches and stuff like that, how do you keep your information secure from being stolen, copied? You mean like people ripping us off? Yeah. Oh, we don't. People every single day, since I'm in that niche, I see all the ads for every everyone. I'll put up something and like a week later – I went through a funnel one time where someone had copied like almost verbatim every single thing I had written, all the graphics and everything. It was insane. Um, you, there's nothing you could do about it. I mean, I could get into attorneys and do all that, but at the end of the day, those people aren't as good as I am, and I'm going to come out with something better, and they're never going to keep up with me. They're never going to catch me. Right. So oh, I don't. I just. I just ignore them. I don't care. And no matter what you do, at the end of the day, they can just play it on their machine and screen record it, and then they've got it no matter what. Because once it's displayed on a screen, you can record. Right? But the other so. the other part of it is is that I don't just say it because Carson's my brother or whatever. Carson is probably one of the top horse trainers in the entire world. He is phenomenal. No one, hardly anyone, is going to be as good as he is. And he's no one as as personable as he is either and as good of a teacher. So we have a really good combination where I'm really good at what I do and he's phenomenal at what he does. And we just have that winning combination. And a lot of people aren't going to have that. You might have a really good horse trainer, but your marketing guy sucks or you might have, you know, vice versa. So, yeah. So let's talk mechanics for a minute. All sure. right. So now, now that we understand this process, so you're going to put this first piece of content onto, let's say Facebook, Mm-hmm. And so, where in a group on, no, your, no, on no. your own page on ads on ads. So you have to have a in order to run ads on Facebook, you have to have a business page. You can't run ads from your personal profile. Okay. So you have to have a business page, and then you just go to Facebook. So you're paying for ads. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. All right. Yeah. People, and that's the thing we we kind of talked about it before this interview started. We well, we briefly mentioned it. There's a difference in people running social media and people running paid ads. A lot of people think that if they put something up on their Facebook or their InstaWeb or whatever, that that's how they're going to sell and that's how they're going to get customers. But Facebook is very much pay to play. If you don't, I used to have a Facebook page that had 500,000 people on it. And every time I would post something, it would get a million likes. Well, Facebook didn't like that because a lot of people were doing it. So they have completely changed their algorithm where it is. I mean, we have right now on the Carson James page, I think we have 175,000 likes or followers, but that doesn't mean anything anymore because only like two to 3% of your likes are going to see it. So it doesn't Facebook likes mean absolutely nothing. You, if you're going to get your ad or your content out in front of people, you have to pay for it. You just have to. So let's use Robert as an example. If, if you wanted, you said, okay, you're putting up videos for your real estate practice mm-hmm. and you're getting calls from potential clients and so forth. So let's say he wanted to broaden that, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and not, you know, get a lot more reach than he's just getting right now from putting it on his page. Yeah. So how do you do that? I mean, paid ads, yes, but what does that mean? How do you target the person you want? Facebook, at least they used to. I haven't done real estate ads in a long time. But when I used to, they used to have a category called likely to move. And that was gold. And I don't know. Likely to move. Yeah. I've never seen that. I don't even know how Facebook knows that, but it worked. Well, isn't that their connection with like data mining? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. They use big data, don't they? Right. Of course. I just don't know the specifics of how they got that information. But yeah. So are there, are there, obviously that was like a preset profile that you can yeah. just choose off when of you a go, list. Or? Yeah. When you go in Facebook and you go, there's a, a thing called targeting and you just type in who you want to target age, yeah. where they're at. Mm-hmm. Cause I've done a lot of that as well. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of it, but yeah, you can target by age, um, sex. Uh, what, what is your, um, do you want to be within a 50 mile radius? Mm-hmm. You can go to other cities and things like that. Yeah. It's, it's and pretty good. It's, it's interesting, too, because we advertise globally all over the world, mainly in the United States, but our ads reach other places. But if you're, if you're focused on a, oh, an area, let's just say we're in Woodstock and you wanted to be Woodstock and within 50 miles, it's a lot cheaper to run ads because you're only trying to reach 
so many people and it's a lot easier to get your ads out there and get more people to see them because there's only so many people within a 50 mile radius of Facebook or I mean of Woodstock. And you can also break it down by how much you're going to want to spend. Yes. Like if you're going to spend $100 a day or a week right. or whatever it is, mm-hmm. it, it tells you, the algorithm tells you how many you're going to reach. So it sounds like, um, you know, the basic old marketing question of who's your customer, right? You, you've got to know who it is you want to reach, right? I thought you know what that person daddy. looks like. <laughs> I think that's one too. But yeah, it's who's your daddy. Okay. Yeah, you before you ever start out on any of this, you have to identify who your customer is. Like obviously if you're in real estate, you're probably not going to be targeting 18-year-olds. Right. So – Age so, would be a big contributing factor. Well, Randy's already talked about the 18-year-olds. He's, we've already covered this, right? <laughs> no, no, we haven't. <laughs> we haven't got to the 18-year-olds yet. Okay, so um, so you, you have this prime customer in mind. You run these paid ads. You target it. Yes. And now they watch this because they're seeing it pop up, right? It's a paid ad, but they're seeing it pop up. For them, it's free. Right. Okay, so they watch it. And then they get at the end of it, they get this offer for the next piece. Yes, the trip wire you were right. Saying. Okay, that's one way to do it. Okay, um, another way to do it is webinars. Webinars work phenomenally. That's another way we do trip wires and we do webinars like Streamyard or what are you talking about? So a webinar. Well, when I say webinar, it's essentially a presentation. It's a PowerPoint presentation that we do on Zoom. Last webinar we did, we had four thousand registrants. And it costs about if you're targeting your warm audience. So there's warm audiences and cold audience. A warm audience would be people who are familiar with you, which would be people who are on your email list, people who have visited your website, people who've watched your videos. They at least know who you are, people who've bought from you before. And you can create all of these audiences within Facebook. And then there's a cold audience, which I define as someone who has no idea who you are. Now, webinars are going to be a lot more expensive to get leads from your cold traffic. So once you've done this stuff that we talked about before with the content marketing and the tripwires, you're also, while you're doing all this, as people are going through these funnels and going through these pages on your website, they're all getting cookied and they're all getting into your Facebook custom audiences. So then once you've ran this, you can say, okay, I'm going to take all of these people who've interacted with all of this stuff I'm doing and I'm going to target them for another ad. And then you can run webinars, and we were getting uh, we were getting forty cent webinar registration leads to our warm list last week when I did this, and it was crazy. So a webinar is essentially a PowerPoint presentation where it shows very good, valuable content, and then at the end there's some sort of a pitch. So the webinar we did recently was. Um, what was it? Oh, it was on trail riding, how to have a good trail ride and solve problems or how to have a, how to solve problems on the trail and have a good ride every time was the title. And then we have on the opt-in page, we have bullet points, what we're going to discuss. And then people can just sign up for the webinar. And on that webinar, Carson and I are on it together and it shows our faces overlaid over a PowerPoint presentation that I put together. Carson tells me what to put and I put it all together. And then he goes through And when Carson's going through the webinar, it's phenomenal. I mean, he's giving away. It's not this thing where they get on and they get just a tiny bit of information and then it's all a big pitch. Like I said, the the thing about this digital marketing thing is adding the value. So many people do not add the value and then they're like, well, why don't I get sales? Because you don't teach anything, dude. Like, so we do, it was probably an hour worth of value and then a 15 minute (laughs) offer at the end. But see, an offer, and that's another thing, now that we're talking about offers, like I said, I could go all day on this. An offer is not, hey, go buy my core product. An offer is, hey, my core product is normally $20 a month, but if you buy it right here, it's $10 a month. Or an offer is, it's normally $20 a month, and you don't get these bonuses, but if you sign up on this webinar, it's still $20 a month, but you get all of these free bonuses included if you sign up right now at this link. That's an offer. So they'll get your book and your um your your decal and a plastic cowboy hat and whatever whatever so on this one in this specific example (laughs) probably not plastic lasts longer (laughs) we did a um 
We did the membership was twenty dollars a month, but we did a two week trial, so they didn't have to pay anything for two weeks. And we get we actually have a trail riding course, and we gave them lifetime access to the trail riding course, even if they cancel their membership. You get it free just for trying out, just for signing up for a two week trial, and then we also gave them three free bonuses, which were three free. I call them pocket guides. They're little field guides that you can take with you like while you're on the trail and you can read and learn how to solve problems. So they got those as well. So that's that was our offer, and it converted, uh, I think, at 30%. Wait, 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 wait. Let me go back there a second. You're reading something while you're on Well, not horse. while you're on your horse, but before you go. And oh, okay. you can take it with you. I mean, you could take a break and be like, oh, my horse is acting up. I wonder, oh, there is a chapter about this. Oh, okay, here's <laughs> what I need to do. Like so that. these are value adds. Yes. And so it sounds like this is sort of a high tech way of doing what, you know, the yes set that the sales trainers always talk about, get them saying yes, get them saying yes. And then eventually you get the big sale. I guess yeah. I've never gone through any of that sales training. Okay. I follow, uh, there's some core core guys that teach this that I follow. And I just, I just listen to what they say and they're always coming out with new and improved ideas. And you know, another, that's another thing. Just, we were talking about staying on top. There's so in marketing, in some ways, nothing ever changes, but in other ways, everything changes. So the technology changes and the platforms change and how you reach the people changes, but the way that people respond to advertising never changes. That always stays the same. So social media trends are changing constantly. Yeah. How do you keep up? How do you keep track of the latest, you know, social media changes? I download the apps and play with them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, and I'm I see how they work and I see and I I mean a lot of marketing is looking at what other people are doing and if it's working, that's another thing. Don't look at people who aren't converting, but watching other people who are doing things and it's working and then just not copying them directly, ripping them off, but saying, Oh, okay, I see what they're doing here. And then twisting it into your, your own way of doing it. But you know, if someone has never downloaded TikTok or hasn't ever, you know, doesn't use the app, they're not going to know how to run TikTok ads or know what kind of ads convert on there. You have to you if you want to you know advertise on those platforms you have to you have to be active on them and see what other people are doing and how the videos work and the videos that are successful and the ones that are not. You've brought up TikTok now a couple yeah. of different times. Are are you a proponent of TikTok? Because I'm I get a lot of pushback from folks. Don't download TikTok. Chinese owned. Your spyware and stuff like that. Is any of that true? I, mean, I have no idea. Yeah. If it makes me money, I'm going to use it. Yeah, my daughter says the same thing. So, <laughs> I, I get warned off on TikTok. That sounds like a there's philosophy. so many. There's so many. I don't even know how you know what's true anymore That's because true. everyone says this is true and this is not true and this. I mean, there's how do you know? You don't know anything. so much disinformation yeah. out there. So, well, that, there's that Abraham Lincoln quote about not trusting everything you see on the internet. So. <laughs> did he say that? No, yeah. It's attributed on yeah. a cell phone too, right? <laughs> I think he tweeted oh. it. <laughs> Was he in a balloon flying over America at the same time? So I like the philosophy there. You know, use it if it makes you money. If it's moving you forward and achieving your goals, you know, yeah. what's all the debate about, right? That's kind of that's a philosophy right there, I think. But um, all right, so now people are going through this chain of events on Facebook, and you're saying they're being retargeted because of the cookies, right? So once you put your ads up, everybody that's looked at it. Facebook is ensuring that they see your next ad again. Is that how it works? They're ensuring that they're pixeled, that mm -hmm. they're that they have the potential to see it. When you say pixeled, I'm imagining the Brady Bunch. You know, all the faces <laughs> showing up, and I think so. You, you, didn't, you didn't know that Brady Bunch invented Zoom, did you? I didn't know that either. Oh, that's <laughs> true. Clever. So a pixel is essentially just a little a little tracking. They call it a cookie, but it's it's just a line of code mm -hmm. that they put on your phone or your computer, and it doesn't it doesn't get any of your personal information. It just allows you to reach those people again to know, okay, this person's been to my website or this person's been to a certain step on my website. So let's say, for example, someone bought the tripwire, but they didn't buy the upsell. They didn't buy the core product. You can say, okay, I want to target everyone who visited this page, which would be or the thank you page, which would be the upsell page. So the thank you page of the tripwire is also the upsell page of the core offer. 
So you can say, I want to target everyone who bought the tripwire but did not purchase the core offer. And then you can run ads specifically to those people to just try to get them to buy your core offer and vice versa. I want to, I want to, I want to target everyone who's bought the core offer, but hit, but did not buy the profit maximizer, which we do that as well. So if they bought the membership and they're a paying subscriber, but they still haven't bought our $97 product, I want to target all those people to buy, to buy this. And it really does work really well when you do it that way, because if you're, Ryan Dice, who owns digitalmarketer.com, he said it really good. He said a lot of people go in when when it comes to marketing and he uses this analogy. He says they walk up to a woman and they ask her to marry him. He said it doesn't work like that. You have to ask for coffee and then you have to ask for a date and then you have to, you know, things have to evolve. So a lot of people are just trying to sell their $1,000 product on Facebook and these people don't even know who you are. Mm-hmm. Take them out to coffee first. <laughs> Introduce, introduce yourself first. People are just walking up to people in marketing and saying, Hey, will you marry me? I'm like, no. Well, isn't that what branding is all about? I mean, when you, when you talk about, when we talk about branding ourselves or branding, you know, what we do, it, um, it doesn't happen overnight. Um, you have to be seen time and time again. You have to build trust with your audience. That's what you're talking about, right? Essentially. Essentially. Yeah. It's more about, it's more about them than it is about you though. If a lot of people mess up in branding and I see it all the time and no offense, but real estate agents are the worst. They'll have this huge ass sign with their picture on it. And the picture takes up 75% of the sign and it has a phone number. That's not going to convert anybody. What if you had a sign that didn't have your picture on it, that had an offer It was like 1% commission rate. If you call this number, you know, I don't, I'm sure you can't really do that. I'm not a real estate agent, but having an ad with an offer on it is much more enticing to customers than branding and getting your name out there because no one at the end of the day, no one cares about you. No one cares about what you sell. No one even cares about your product. People only care about the result. That's all they care. They care about what they're going to get. And as if you can feed into that, then you'll win. Well, I'll give you an example. Some of the things that I've used before on Facebook in particular, mm-hmm. because I've get, I get a good amount of business from Facebook, just my personal page, not okay. even my business page. And I've paid for ads as well. Um, when I offer a free appraisal or a free CMA, mm-hmm. you know, current market analysis, that tends to generate, I'll give a free, uh, photography, uh, uh, coupon away or something like that. Right. We're going to talk about that too. <laughs> <clears throat> get ready, Randy. And, uh, it might be free to your customer, but <laughs> yeah. it's not be free to you. It's going to cost me. <laughs> But yeah, I get, and it's funny how people chase the likes. Yeah. Facebook. Oh, they liked it. Yeah. They like my picture of my food. Right. Or whatever the hell it <laughs> right, is. Right. Right. And you're missing the boat if right. you're trying to promote. It's so a really good example. Um, all real estate agents do the free market analysis, which is good. All roofers do the, um, analysis as well. Yeah. The analysis. Oh, come out and get a free roof review, whatever. But, since everybody's doing that, I've always won by doing things that people are not doing, trying to get creative. For example, instead of running an, if I was a roofer, I would not run ads that say, Hey, come out, let me free roof inspection. I would say, buy a roof with me and get all your gutters for free. And I would partner with, I would, if I did the gutters myself, then I would obviously just handle it. Or I would partner with a gutter person and pay them a certain amount of money, but that would be an offer because that's more appealing than let me come out and tell you your roof needs to be replaced because you know, that's what I'm going to do because that's what everyone does. That's why I'm trying to get in your house. People are not stupid and people who advertise to people and think that people are stupid are not going to win much longer because people are getting smarter and smarter and smarter. Everyone knows that when you run an ad to do a free roof inspection, what are they going to do? They're going to come out, and if your roof was just replaced last week, they're going to say, looks like you need a new roof. <laughs> nope, looks good to me. <laughs> Sorry I wasted three hours. So the more creative you can get with your offers, and that's what people miss. I, I And I don't think this. I see it because I, I study ads. I look at ads. Magazine ads are really bad. You look at all these magazine ads, and it's just like a person's face and a phone number or a website. That doesn't what, – what incentive do people have to go visit your website? What What is the purpose of that? 
put an offer on it. Give them an incentive to go to your website and to sign up or to, to, to buy from you. What is the, what do I get out of this? Mm-hmm. And if you don't, if you would just start, if people would just start putting something that people can get when they take action on this ad, they would see a lot more success. Now, apparently you've pixeled me because, oh. <laughs> because your things keep showing up for me. And okay. I saw this post awesome. that you did. And I don't know if you saw this. Robert. And you just bought a horse, too. So yeah. there's like something going on. And the barn. and um, So I don't know if you've seen this, but Jared had a post up the other day where he was talking about these offers and these ads that are going out. And you did like 20 different variations and yeah. you know, a, a, a ramifrazitzed with the D and <laughs> yeah. cut off at the transverse round batter. And the next right. thing you know, you knew what was selling and what wasn't. Right? right. So tell me a little bit about this so testing I, that you do. I split test uh, 25 different ad headlines. So you use the same picture because you don't want the picture to have an, inf- an influence. I'm just trying to see what headlines are going to get people to click. So I keep the picture the same. I keep the everything the same. I just changed the headline, which is the bottom. If you look at a Facebook ad, it's the bottom part that's right above the like learn more button that's always there, the big bold text. And I'm just testing it. I'm only spending like 25 bucks, but I'm seeing which of these, which of these headlines get the most click through rate. And then I'll take that winner and I'll use that and I'll spend a bunch of money on that. And then I'll, once I get the headline winner, I'll use that headline and then I'll split test the picture. So I'll use four different, five different pictures with that headline and see which one of those ads gets the most clicks. But the key is just not spending a butt. It doesn't take much money to do the testing. And then pretty soon you're going to have a winning combination of the headline, you know, the, the picture. And then if you want to go even further, you can split test the ad copy after you have those two winners as well. And so basically you're just finding out what people are responding to. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, and I knew I would find the tie-in between digital marketing and real estate today. While he's saying this about those testing, I'm envisioning Alec Baldwin up at the front of the room <laughs> yeah. with his chalkboard, and he's like, A, B, T, always B, testing, right? Yeah, that was a good movie. <laughs> yeah, testing, was a is, testing is big. And so do you have a group of folks that help you come up with your marketing or your materials? No, unfortunately, I don't. Um, I'm a member of, I I follow a lot of the, the guys like Frank Kern, Ryan Dice, Russell Brunson, which Russell Brunson owns click funnels. Um, and I follow a lot of their stuff and, and try to learn from them as much as possible. And I have a few, I, I, I shouldn't say I don't have anybody. My, the guy I used to work for, his name's Calvin. I talked to him probably once a month and we brainstorm some stuff and talk about what's working and what's not. Uh, so I do have a, a couple people. Now, you know, this series that we're doing is, is called Excel. We're, we're really about business excellence, which obviously you've been achieving um, in, a, in a big way. And um, so following these people, was that the key to your success? Was yeah. that, is that how you learned to Excel was by choosing these right. guys? Yeah. How did you pick them? So the guy I work for, Calvin, he started off uh, teaching me everything that Ryan Dice taught, who is the CEO of digitalmarketer.com. And his business partner, Perry Belcher, are kind of the guys, they didn't invent this, but they're kind of like some of the, the first, first to go at this whole funnel strategy. And Perry Belcher, speaking of him, is really, really interesting. He owns a company called Survival Life, and they do, they do stuff exactly like we do. So they have a tripwire offer. Have you ever seen the, the little credit card knives that they, they look like a credit card, but yep. they'd turn into a knife. So Perry Belcher, oh, he has one. So Perry Belcher Robert is... Robert Mason's survivalist. Yes. Perry Belcher is the one who invented that. And he owns a company called Survival Life. And it's, yeah, he's got it right there in his pocket. And as soon as you... He sold... I don't remember how many of those he sold, but it was millions. And then as soon as you buy the credit card knife, there's an immediate upsell to buy another knife and he calls it the Hoffman Richter, some fancy German name. It's a name that he made up, but you get this knife and with the knife, you get a subscription to the family protection association, which is a $20 a month subscription. And they send you once a month, you get the lamp lighter report, which is all about homesteading, um, survival and anything that anyone in that niche would be interested in. 
they have trip wires like how to grow a garden when you only have five square feet of of uh, of land. So that's one of the things you can buy from them. So they're they're very very good at splintering and upselling and cross selling and everything like that. Do you recall pricing on some of those things? Like what were those the trip wires? Credit like? card knife I think was four ninety five. I think it was free plus four ninety five shipping. And then the Family Protection Association was twenty dollars a month. Now I haven't looked at this in a long time, so it might have changed. But that's that's what it was when I was looking into it. And then you get the big knife for free. And it really is a quality. It's a good knife. And so you, so you've started following these guys. You studied what they were doing. The big knife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a knife. That's a knife. So you followed what they were doing. You were learning from them. And how would mm-hmm. you put this, you know, like what, what made the difference for you? There's a lot of people that try things like this, right? But you succeeded really well. What made the difference? Well, it's like I said in the beginning, you have to have good marketing, but you also have to have a good product. Um, if you don't have a good product, then you can do all the marketing in the world and you'll sell some, but it's not going to be great and vice versa. You have a really good product, but no one knows about it. No one's going to buy it. <laughs> People have to know about it. I don't know, man. It was just working for those two years for Calvin really opened my eyes to the potential. And then I think I, before him, I worked for a guy named Brig Hart who is the most, he is the top money earner in the world, as far as I know, for um, direct sales marketing. He was like the lead at Amway. And then I don't know if you guys remember Monavi. He was like the top guy in Monavi. And I worked for him for a few years. And just being around, I mean, these guys had millions, drove Lamborghinis. I mean, their whole life was a party. Being around those guys really, really, really influenced me and made me like, Damn, that's what, that's what I want this life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big time. Okay, uh, Robert, you said you've done some of this. You did some yeah. marketing and advertising on Facebook. And what was that like for you? What did you do? It was hit or miss. Um, I wasn't focused enough. I wasn't consistent enough, which, you know, that's part of all of our problems in life uh, in general. Um, Facebook has been good to me on the um, – free side as in I've got X amount of followers Uh, in real estate. I think it's a little bit different. If people know, you know, what kind of character you have, your honesty, they maybe went to school with me or they've done something. Well, and there's a difference in a Facebook profile and a Facebook page. So if you have friends on your Facebook profile, those people obviously know you They're They're the warmest traffic that you can have. They're the hottest, the hottest leads in the world on your personal Facebook, even volunteering, right? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, those are your friends. So absolutely. And so in real estate, you know, there was a lot of cold calling and there's a lot of training out there where, you know, it's your sphere of influence and you got to connect with your sphere of influence. And I've been doing it so long and I've got so much uh, just built up momentum there that, you know, that kind of, it takes care of things. And so you did paid ads, you said. Did paid did you ads. Did a good response there? No. Um, and it was because probably I was not offering what you were talking about, but something that was, why would somebody click on this? Why would somebody... Unless there's a real need and somebody sees it and go, oh, yeah, I need to sell my house. Let's call this dude. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, I didn't create any urgency to connect and I, and I just did it wrong. So, okay. So we got questions here. Okay. That have come in for you. Oh, really? Uh, one of them just jumping off the page at me because it okay. involves video. It says, <laughs> okay. Because video comment content is becoming, you know, popular on social media every day. Just, oh, yeah. Just leaps and bounds. How do you create effective video content that resonates with your client's target audience and drives engagement? In other words, you can't really split test video, right? Or can you? You can. How do you do that? You can set up uh, one audience and run two different videos and see which one gets the most engagement and the cheapest price per engagement. So Facebook has cost per through play and they also have cost per engagement. So if you just look at those numbers and see which one's cheaper, and obviously people like the cheaper video better because you're not paying as much to get it in front of people. And let's define through play and engagement. So through play would be they watch the videos. I think it's for three seconds or more, which really isn't qualified. So when you go to cookie people on Facebook, you can you can create um, you can create audiences from people who've watched three seconds of your video, 10 seconds of your video, 50%, 75%, and 100%. Now, obviously, the longer they watch the video, the less people it's going to be. 
I don't generally target people who've watched three seconds of the video because to me, that's not really a view. Um, but that would be a through play. And then a engagement rate is just how many people are actually clicking to watch. So we put it in front of this many people. This is how many people engaged with the ad, clicked the play button, commented, liked, shared it, did, did something. And engagement is just doing something. Other than scrolling past yeah, it, right. than just seeing it and moving <laughs> right. on, right? Okay, and so if you if you run two versions like that and you split test it and you find uh, the version that you want to use, mm-hmm. then what is, is so, that video put out the same way, like with a paid ad yeah. and, and targeted yeah, the same so, way? So I would come up with ideas, and that's the the biggest thing is, is it all goes back to what I started with in the beginning is don't put out mediocre crap that people don't really care about. That's going to not really solve a problem for them. Put out a video that like when people watch it, they're like, damn, that was good. Or that's exactly what I needed to hear. That's when you have a winner. And so you get, you can get three to four ideas of what content that could be, and then make videos on each one of those things and then put them in an ad set together and run them all together at the same time. And one of them is going to win. So one of the things that Randy and I've been doing is we've been shooting videos mm-hmm. and basically we will, we will get questions from you know, the audience, whether just you, like this, just like this. <laughs> right. And then we will go shoot a video on it and, you know, anywhere from a minute to 90 seconds. And, and so because I pay him so much money for this, uh, it needs to work. Right. <laughs> and so, <laughs> um, fair statement, fair statement. And, but, we hadn't even thought about putting those on a paid page. Have we, we didn't even talk about that. So in terms of implementing your marketing program, no, but in terms of like determining what kinds of videos work. Yes. Yeah. I've done some of that already. Right. And so that's how we arrived at the format we're using and the, and the type of thing that we're doing. Right. Is because I know that to be effective from doing this testing in other ways. This is a very good subject for not only us, <laughs> yeah. um, particularly, but for anybody oh, that yeah. wants to. Well, it's a good all, subject for anyone who wants to make money. All three of money. us know each other. We all hang out in circles of business people, and everybody's out yeah. there marketing themselves on social media and trying to promote their business. And you know, they're coming in here to Business Radio X and working with Stone to do it. Stone is here today, everybody. Stone. By the way, say hi to Stone. <laughs> hi, Stone. And. Uh, <laughs> And you know they're 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 actively engaged in this process, right? So this is something that I think a lot of people need to hear from yeah. you. Yeah, this is big. Yeah, it's a good it's a good topic. That's the thing. Like anyone, especially now, if you can if you can teach people how to do something in video, it's a lot easier. The, the and I'll be honest, the real estate is is one of the hardest ones. It really is because well, you're a broker, so you kind of have a free pass. But most brokers and maybe you can help spread awareness about this are very, very against the methods I'm talking about today. They all, they want it clean. They don't, Oh, we've never done that before. Well, we can't do that. Or you can't do that open. If they, if brokers would open up their agents and let them do some digital marketing type stuff with tripwires and funnels and stuff like this, we would see a huge boom in the real estate, but everyone does it the exact same way. Well, there's almost, there's also this, um, feeling that they're the brokers don't want to share the secret sauce with everybody, <laughs> right? So I come from a <clears throat> position of abundance. I, I like to to be a teacher and to help. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the other agent number one, two, three are not my competition, and if they are, whatever, best guy wins, right? Right. Um, but you'll also find that in the real estate world, we are the cheapest bunch of folks on the planet as well. Right. And you couldn't have said it better. Myself. I mean, it's just, it's a fact. Yeah. And a lot of that has to do with, we never know when we're going to get paid. We right. have a salary, right. You know, we've, it's just a difficult, it's a difficult gig, but um, yeah, this is fascinating. Well, um, and I'm a broker too, although I'm not in real estate anymore, but my industry is related and still, you know, open uh, involved in real estate in some ways. And uh, I had a friend back in Virginia beach. His name was John. And his take was a little slightly more cynical than yours because he – at the time, you know, this is back in the days of pagers. Yeah. And <laughs> pagers. Before light. And, and when you when you would pull up in front of one of his listings, it would say text this number for more information. 
when you did, the system would send you a text with information on the house. But it would also page him with your phone number. Right. Mm. And he would call this person right in front of the house and say, I see you're at, you know, 955 Coleman Street. And, you know, what can I tell you about the house? How can I help you? Would you like to go in and see it? You know, we can send somebody over, you know, all this you know, sort of thing. And uh, I was like, you yeah, know, John, that's a really good system. You know, I bet you're kind of secretive with this, right? Like you don't want this to get out too much. He says, no, nah, I'll tell anybody. He says, nobody's going to do anything with it most of the time anyway. And if they right. do, there's enough business for both of us. <laughs> there is. It really is. That's what I've, I've, I've bought and sold a lot of properties. And if I had one thing that I could tell every real estate agent that would immediately just boost their sales is answer your phone. Right. 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 <laughs> That's they, the hardest thing to do. It's ringing all the time. But yeah. you know what? That, and there's a problem with that. We get so much ad, so many people calling my phone, you know, Caller ID is wonderful, <laughs> um, but when it, the numbers are one eight eight eight, you know, or it's out of state, and nine at ninety nine out of a hundred, if you answer it, it's going to be it's a spam. It's a spam. Somebody's trying to sell you something, right? And so it, you get frustrated, yeah. so you don't answer your phone. How much? But would it be worth it for agents to invest in a call screener and pay them just to screen calls? If you have a number of calls coming in. I mean, most agents sell two houses in a year. Yeah. Well, if they're having the problem like you're having, where they're getting a hundred calls a day, I would think buying or paying someone to screen your calls and immediately be able to transfer that call to you. And only, and you knew if it was from that number, it's your call screener. So this is a good lead. That would be a really good investment. Well, you know, with EXP, I'm with EXP. So Mm -hmm. when you look at my phone number on a listing, it's got the EXP number and it goes through a call center. It does okay. not come straight to my cell phone. Okay. Unless I put my cell phone number in there directly, which I do because pe- agents, people will want to text you. Yeah. And if you text a landline, you get that dumb message. Right. Like, right. Can't text my right. I think for the younger generation, putting tech, uh, just putting your name and saying, text me to find out about this house and being really vague about it would do really really well the more fancier you try to get with your copywriting generally the worse it gets ah that's pretty that's yeah simplest is best simple that's why that's why ai is making such waves in copywriting right now. so many people it doesn't have to be complex it's yeah. just got to be correct you go to their website and it says at so-and-so real estate or i'm going to stop picking on real estate at so-and-so roofing we pride ourselves on having the outmost upstanding no one buys that bullshit and no one gives a shit no one cares say say hey my name's so and so and i own this company um and and be real the more real that you can get in your bio and sound the less corporate you can sound the more people you're going to get to buy from you and so everybody's website says the same thing we pride ourselves in blah 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 we've been in business since no one gives a shit how long you've been in business how much money are you going to make me how much can i sell my house for how much is it going to cost me to get a new roof and are you a good person (laughs) well that's very it's very interesting it's about being real right being real on social media is so very important I see so much cheesy stuff oh, out there. Yeah. There's so much you know? cheesy stuff and, on social media. Yeah. At, at Beckshot, we subvert dominant par- communication paradigms through technologically enhanced infrastructure and, yeah, you and lost by leveraging <laughs> industry best practices. Yeah. You what? lost me 10 seconds ago, man, at, at Beckshot. So this is this but is something they teach you at business school when you yeah, get your MBA, right? That's how people, that's how people write awful. their websites. And yes, no, one, no one, and you think, oh, well, I just don't, and people don't put themselves in other people's shoes. Well, I don't relate to it, but most people, no, if you don't relate to it, neither does anybody else. Right. If it wouldn't sell you or you're not intrigued by it or you mm-hmm. think it's boring, guess what? So does everybody else. Well, I misspell things on purpose. You <laughs> yeah, know, you should. It, it makes That's, me real. It's brilliant. I misspell things in our ads all the time because you know what? People comment and they'll yep. correct me. And yep. every time someone comments on an ad, even though you're paying for it, the more engagement that ad gets, the less you're going to spend to pay to and get it out an engagement. there. That's yeah. an engagement. It's an engagement. I've been doing this for years and people just think I'm <laughs> – yeah. They think you're illiterate. But yeah, they not. think I went to the University of Georgia, which yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. People comment and correct your spelling errors. Guess All what? That's only helping Dri- Driving you. up your engagement, yeah. Yeah. right? It's only driving yeah. your engagement. There's more school teachers on Facebook. Than- <laughs> <laughs> That's smart. It's yeah. good. Okay, uh, follow-up question here. Um, so let's say that somebody's listening to this, and they're like, oh, that is for me. Yeah. Right? And so they're like, now, i got to make this content so Jared can put it out there. And, <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah. 
creating a social media strategy for, for this, this client. Mm -hmm. How do you do that? Well, you go through the steps first. I mean, if, if you're wanting to have a social media strategy, you probably everyone, I mean, I would think would have a core offer, which is the core offer is essentially just the main thing you sell. So you say, okay, this is the thing I sell. Mm -hmm. The next step is to figure out your splinters. Okay. How can I break off a piece of this to sell? And then how can I break off a piece of this to give away as content? Right. And, and so that was what we were talking about a minute ago with the tripwire. Yeah. Okay. And, and so I'm thinking this question is a little bit more like, how do I make good content to do that with? Like you say, you say you want to break this up and use you, a piece of this. If you, what is this? How if do you, you arrive at If this? you don't know, ask your customers, send an email. Uh, it, Facebook groups are very valuable too. Everyone should, we have a Facebook group. Everyone should have a Facebook group. Now in your Facebook group, you can actually tag everyone at the same time by typing at everyone. And it sends a notification to everyone in the group to look, go look at your post. So that's pretty valuable. But I would just say, ask people, if you have an email list already, send out an email. If you're just getting started, ask the, ask your potential customers and say, Hey, what's the biggest question you have? What's the biggest problem you're trying to solve? What do you struggle with the most? And then there you have it and answer it. And that's when it comes to not being afraid to give away your best stuff. Cause if they have, and you'll find common denominators with everybody, like with the horse niche, the buddy sour thing is the biggest problem. It's the easiest fix, but for some reason it's the biggest problem that everyone has. And that's what everyone wants to learn how to fix. So whenever we put out something with how to fix a buddy sour horse, it just, it just goes crazy. Cause that's what people want. I don't know why it's easy fix, but it's what people want. And a lot of times if, if you get biased, you're like, well, this is not what they want. This is what I think they want. You're going to mess up. You got to make sure. It's something that they actually are having a problem with and want answers to. So We're, if you're a roofer, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt go you. Ahead. If you're a roofer, an example would be put out content that says how to look at your roof and know in five minutes whether or not it needs to be replaced. And then do a video of you up on the roof and showing examples of, hey, if you've got this problem, you probably, you know, this means this and this, and it's educational. This means that you have this problem and this problem. And if this is, this, this could cause a potential leak, that would be an example of really good content that you could put out. If you're a real estate agent, you could put out content about, Hey, here's how, here's an example of really bad listing pictures. And here's an example oh of yeah. really good listing pictures. <laughs> I've done that one. And, yeah, and showing and talking about what makes them bad and what makes them good. Here's, here's an example of a really good staged home. Here's an example of a st home that's not staged well at all. And yeah. And here's why staging your house can get you more money and, you know, education and asking people, you know, what's, what is your top concerns about selling your house? And then addressing them well that's with those videos that you and i are doing that's exactly what we're doing and we're those, those questions people. are derived that way right, right? Yeah. i mean the real yeah. real questions and and because because you like the ask the expert format we're framing it in an educational mm -hmm. you know we're hanging your content in an educational frame right right because that's good for your client and builds your expertise right right if the goal if the goal is always to help people just help people first and then worry about making sales. You'll make the sales. That is just such an awesome wrap up. <laughs> yeah. You know, everybody forgets that, but that's really the rule, isn't it? The more people that you help in their journey, the better off that you're going to be morally with integrity and the better your life is going to be. And that is a real thing. Well, we were talking about branding earlier and making, you know, being, getting your brand out there. Oh, how, how, what better way can you build a brand than helping people before you get paid? Yeah. That's the way to build a brand. Sure is. Yeah. We have covered a lot of ground. This is gold. <laughs> yeah. This is gold yeah, today. I, I hope you're listening out there. <laughs> um, okay. Before we wrap up, Jared Robertson, real estate, I'm in content creator. Yes. Uh, you know what? You're the expert today. If you had one piece of advice for each of us, what would it be? I think I've shared it all. Oh, we got all the good stuff. <laughs> yeah. How about for Stone? I don't the 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 one piece of advice not to you guys specifically, but to everybody, is stop looking at what everyone else is doing 
in in trying to copy it. Like the website example, writing all corporate, be be real and just talk to people. And we even go so far as like sometimes we'll say, hey, on this webinar, we're going to cover a lot of content. And at the end, we're going to pitch you something. Just tell people. Mm-hmm. Be honest and upfront. Why not? They know you're going to do it. They anyway. know you're going to do it anyway. And it makes you real. You're like, and sometimes I've even seen this. I haven't tried it yet, but in ads I've seen, Hey, this is an ad and I'm about to sell you something, but let me tell you why it's okay. Or, you know, it's up front. It's real or why it matters and why it matters. Yeah. Yeah. People appreciate the real and the, and the non corporate I'm dealing with a person. I'm not dealing with a logo Mm -hmm. and it's not mechanical. Right. Beautiful. Beautiful. Robert. Anything to add? Any thoughts? God, I could go on forever and ever. Um, <laughs> and you do. <laughs> sometimes I do, yeah. I mean, this has been uh, fantastic, and this is our opening salvo, and wow, what a guest. It's only Jared advised us to only make it better each time. Yeah. It's going to be hard to do. Yeah. And you're my content guy, He's, so. <laughs> so it's up to you. It's up to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I Guess thought about shoulders that. shoulders this sits on. Yeah, I've thought about that. <laughs> Thank you. Oh yeah, no problem. I love talking about this stuff, man. Yeah, anytime. And as do I, but uh, obviously not from the same perspective as you do. Yeah, but a lot to learn here, right? And uh, and you know, open up the whole new world of reach and engagement, right? Well, that was a macro dive. I mean, we we came in from fifty five thousand feet on that oh, subject yeah. matter, and we yeah. could we could go a lot detail deeper. can get a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that was a shotgun blast. I mean, you could cyberscope yeah. the stuff down and really yeah. and get into it. So thank you. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. Great. Enjoyed it a lot. Jared Rodenizer, Horse TV, and Carson James, Robert Mason, EXP Realty. See you next time.